God is so good. Good morning, Jan. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> well, I have a good message this morning. <laughs> the title of this message is The Commanding Spirit. The Commanding Spirit. Turn with me, if you will, to uh, Malachi 3. We'd like to start by taking up our tithes and offerings before we begin. Amen. And for those of you online, you can sow into our ministry at ElishaMarkMinistries.com. Just mark Word of the Ranch in your seed and your offering, and you will be blessed. Amen. If anyone would like an offering envelope, Clarissa has offering envelopes. Glory to God. <laughs> Praise God. So go with me to Malachi, the Italian prophet. I love this verse. I try to read this verse every time before I, I tithe. I'll never forget when the Lord taught me tithing. I was coming back to the Lord in 2005. Just got baptized again at Saddleback, which is where I grew up under Rick Warren. And um, I was working at a sales job. I just got promoted to inside sales at a coffee corporation at Foothill Ranch called Big Train Coffee. Started in the garage. And um, the Lord just taught me to tithe, first of all, coming back to him. And uh, I tithe my first commission check. And the next day, I got that money right back in sales. And the Lord was just teaching me again the principles. And, and he started with the tithe again. Amen. So I know the tithe is important to God. Amen. Uh, that's where I started back in my walk of faith. And it's worked ever since. Praise God. I've tied my way out of minimum wage, out of $11 an hour to $14 to $25 to $100 an hour. Amen. And just keeps on going up. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He's more than faithful. He just brings it in. Praise God forevermore. Because I'm a tither and I claim my rights. And so should you if you are as well. Amen. The tithe will never pass away. So um, Malachi. That's the last book in the Old Testament before Matthew. I think God put it right here for a reason. Amen. The word uh, Lord of Seboeth is mentioned in Malachi 27 times. Literally, that means the angels of heaven, the armies of heaven, the Lord of Seboeth, the armies of heaven. And in pertaining to the tithe, especially, uh, explicitly, that the armies of heaven are backing up your tithing rights. Amen. Uh, it's very important to be a tither in the last days when... when Ugly stuff's all around, amen? We have tithers' rights, and I claim them every day over my family and kids and business and job and ministry, amen? Tithers' rights here, amen? And this is a tithing ministry. Uh, we claim tithers' rights here, amen? We've tithed to KCM. We've tithed to great men of faith uh, for these last four years faithfully and consistently. Every dollar that comes in, 10 cents, goes out to these ministries that the Lord places on our hearts to tithe to. So you're not only tithing to us and giving to us, but you're sowing to worldwide evangelism and ministries and missions. Terry and Renee Mize are on there with Terry Mize Ministries. We've, we've just sown in Maryland Newbauer Ministries. People who are going out and proclaiming the word, amen, all over the world. Orphanages in Kenya through Pastor Pito Onyandas with uh, Springs of Relief. An evangelist in Uganda. Uh, hi, Dinah. <laughs> uh, with orphanages out there, amen. So uh, we're not just giving here, we're giving around the world, amen. So uh, just note that, amen, that your money's being dispersed around the world to preach the gospel everywhere. Praise God forevermore. So you're a partaker of that reward. It says, bring all the tithes into the storehouse, Malachi 3.6, and there may be food, that there may be food in my house. And try me now in this. The only verse God asks you to try him in is the tithe. So I take him seriously and I do that, amen. 
And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the floodgates, windows as floodgates of heaven, and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. Say, I receive it. I receive it. I take it in. I take it in. And it spills off of me, spills off of me. into the lives of others. You know, the Lord only needs a remnant, amen? He only needs a few people to get the job done. Praise God. <laughs> God is so good. I mean, each one of us here today are important and special to God. Each one of us will come in contact with at least five people this week. And the anointing's in you, amen? At least five people. So that's like ministering to 100 people right now, ministering to you, amen? Do you see the, the exponential multiplication that the Lord does through discipleship? And he just spreads his word through us. Amen. Say, I'm important. I'm important. The Lord loves me. Just as much as he loves Jesus. Amen. I'm his beloved. Praise God forevermore. <laughs> God has handpicked you and put his stamp on you. Amen. You're chosen. You're special to God. He says he'll pour out such blessing. There will not be room enough for you alone to receive it. But it's going to spread into the lives of others around you tithing wrecked. Amen? And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. When the enemy tries coming against our household, I claim this verse. No, tithers rights. Get off my kids. There he goes. The lords of Seboeth are backing up my words in confession. Amen? They move and they, they get the job done. Praise God forevermore. One angel in the Old Testament took out 186,000 men. Just one. 27 times the lords of Seboeth are hearkening to your tithe. Amen? tithers rights. So I claim these rights almost every day. Tithers rights. Amen. I have tithers rights. Get off my stuff. I'm a tither. Amen. And it says here that the devourer is rebuked for my sake. He cannot destroy the fruit of my ground, nor shall my business fail to bear fruit for me in the field out there in the world. Says the Lord of hosts. There it is. The Lord of Seboeth. The Lord of hosts. And all nations will call you blessed the tither for you will be a delightful land says the Lord of hosts. Notice it doesn't say you there, it says land. That means it's spreading from you to all those around you, amen? A delightful land, tither's lands, amen? Glory to God, just like our father Abraham, the first tither, amen? It was actually supposed to be Adam and Eve, but they missed that one. Transferred on to Abram. He had to handpick him from the world, amen? Out from his father's house at age 70. Get him to a land of promise, amen? A land he did not know. First tither, amen? Glory to God. So praise God, say, I have tithers rights. This is a tithing church. And I have tithers rights. I sow into it. And I expect my harvest. Father, I put you in remembrance of your word today. And I called in my harvest. In Jesus' name, I say the devourer is rebuked for my sake. And he shall not come near. My dwelling. my dwelling. You keep me, keep me under the shadow, under the shadow of, the of the Almighty. I'm protected, I am protected. all the days of my life. Of my, life. My, family's protected. my family's protected. My generations are protected, my generations are protected. Because, I'm because I'm a tither. In Jesus' name. name. Woohoo! Amen. Give them some praises. God loveth the cheerful giver. Amen. Uh, to be a cheerful giver, you got to know your rights. Amen? It sure does help to know your rights when you give. Amen? <laughs> That'll wake you up. Amen? If you're not awakened, if you're not a giver, your wood's still wet. Amen? <laughs> Glory to God. So, Lord, we just offer our offering up to you today. And those of you online, there's no time in the Spirit. Amen? 
I bless you in the name of Jesus. Every seed that comes in, I bless them, Lord. According to your word, I stand faithfully upon your word and promises that the devourer is rebuked, that you're pouring out blessings like they haven't seen before in these last days to move the gospel forward, to move the kingdom forward, and you bless all the work of their hands, for we are a prosperous land in Jesus' name. If you agree with that, say, I receive. I receive. Amen. Amen. Glory. Glory. I love tithing. <laughs> Sophie has her offering. Did we get her offering? Our daughter Sophie, who's not at church today because she's at a birthday party, still sent her offering. <laughs> Childlike faith, amen. <laughs> I don't know, in the old days I heard the Methodists used to go door to door to those who weren't on church on Sunday and ask for their tithes. Tithes? <laughs> Praise God we don't do that. But uh, Jesus, you know, I stand at the door and knock. <laughs> if any man receives me, I will come in and suck with him, Amen. Praise God, she sent in her offering. She said, Daddy, wait. Took out her little drawer, her little glass jar, put her change in there, her offering, said, here you go. Gave her offering today, when she wasn't here. Amen. Praise God. I take that. I receive that. Amen forevermore. Oh, I got a good message for us. This message is called the commanding spirit. You know, we have a commanding spirit. Amen. The spirit in you right now, made in the same exact image and likeness of God, is a commanding spirit. Amen? Faith commands and faith demands. Faith commands and faith demands. Amen? You put a demand on the Word of God. That's what faith does. Amen? And faith commands it. Amen? Just like God did in the beginning. Ephesians 5.1, Paul says, Be ye imitators of God. Be ye imitators of God. Amen? So we're to imitate our Father. Amen? Little G's. <laughs> little Jesuses, amen? Walking around, Christians, Christ in us, little Christ, that means, amen? We command and we demand, amen? We put a, a, a covenant, a, a blood-bought covenant demand on our covenant blessings and promises, amen? We're heirs of the kingdom, amen? I demand and I command, amen? And God and the Lord of Sabaoth back me up, amen? Praise God, there's power in your lungs, power in your tongues, amen? You're a commanding spirit made in the same exact image and likeness of God himself. An exact duplicate, Genesis 1.26 says. So this word, Genesis 1.1, if you like to turn there, in the original Shumash, in the original Jewish language, Hebrew, does not say, let there be light. God is a commanding spirit, amen? And he didn't create things out of nothing. He created everything out of his faith. Same with you and me. We have whatever we believe and say. Whatever we believe and say we have, we're made in the same exact image. You can't bypass that law. No matter how hard you try, no matter where you run, you'll have what you say, no matter where you go. Amen? You can't hide from that spiritual law and principle. You were made in the same exact image and likeness of Father God Himself, who commanded everything through His faith into existence. Everything we see was spoken. That's the same privilege. That's the same authority you and me have. Amen? The commanding spirit made in his image and likeness. So Genesis 1.1 does not say in the original Hebrew, let there be light. Sorry, verse 3, Genesis 1.3. In the original Hebrew, it sounds more like this. It actually, literally, light be, light was. He commanded it. Genesis 1.1, we'll start there. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. Amen. 
and the Spirit of God. Say the Spirit of God. That's the Holy Spirit that we know personally. Amen. He is God down here on the earth. The Holy Ghost. And the Holy Spirit was hovering upon the face of the waters. Hovering. Waiting. For the command. Then God said, Light be. Light was. And it gives us ten accounts of God doing that over and over and over again. He did not say let there. A passive comment. He commanded light in the darkness. This is before verse 16. The sun and the moon to give light and to rule over the day and the moon at night to rule over the night. This is before the brightness of the sun. He literally commanded the presence of Jesus himself to infiltrate the entire universe before the sun was even created. He created the sun of his love. And he shone in the darkness. And it says, He lighteth every man that cometh into the world. This is the presence of Jesus Christ. In the beginning, light was. Jesus himself. Lighting up the entire universe. Woo-hoo! Glory to God. Hallelujah. At the entrance of thy word brings forth light. Psalms 119, 130 says. The entrance of thy word gives light. Light entered darkness through the spoken word of God. And go with me to John 1. John 1, 1. Jesus was created through God's mouth. And he shone brightly in the darkness. And lights every man that cometh into the world, John 1, 9 says. The true light. The Bible says God is three things. Light, life, and love. And we can see all that in the person of Jesus Christ. The sample son. Amen. John 1. Big John. The Gospel of John. So I've said before, I had the greatest revelation of the love of God out of all the disciples. And I believe that's the reason he lived the longest. He was Jesus' beloved, he called himself. Rested upon his breast at supper time. Cleaved close to Jesus. Was invited into rooms to raise the dead, create miracles. Jesus' beloved, he called himself. The youngest of the disciples. And had the greatest revelation of the love of God. And lived the longest. And wrote the last book we have in our Bibles. Glory to God. John 1 gives account of the beginning. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. He. Say He. He. He, the Word. Jesus Christ of Nazareth was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him. Light be Christ was. Woo! All things, say all things, were made through Him. Jesus Christ, the living Word of God. And without Him, Jesus Christ, the Word, nothing was made that was made. If you're without Christ, 
You better get with Christ today. That's how you were made. You'll never know your purpose in life without your true maker, Jesus Christ, the word of the living God. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the life was the light of men. If you're not illuminated, he's begging, he's offering himself to you today to come in and illuminate every dark place in your life today. Sin gets tossed out of the wall. You live illuminated, bright in him, who lights every man that cometh into the world. You need to get back with your source again. Amen? Jesus Christ, your rock, your source of everything. God used his son to create everything we see. The commander-in-chief, the greatest foreman that's ever lived, Jesus Christ the Son. In him was life, and the life was the light of all men, and the light shines in the darkness. Sounds like Genesis 1, doesn't it? When darkness was upon the face of the deep, light was brought forth. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Glory to God. Skip with me to verse 9. That Jesus Christ was the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him, its own creator, Jesus Christ. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, say, I receive him today. today. To them, he gave the right, the privilege to become children of God love himself to those who believe in his name who were born not of blood nor of the will of the flesh or man nor of the will of man but of God of love himself and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth. And verse 16. And of his fullness, the Lord Jesus Christ, we have all received and grace for grace. For the law was given through Moses. But grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Sorry, those of you on Facebook, if you had a camera twitch, Clarissa's manning the camera right here on her phone and a beetle just tried attacking to her. And she spoke to it, and I believe it's gone now. She was afraid first, but then she spoke to it, and it left. Don't be moved by fear. <laughs> Your words will work nonetheless. Amen. Anyway, sorry, Clarissa. Okay. You're sitting in the front row. I have to use you as the prime example. She is my beloved wife. Without her, I would be nothing. She completes me. He first completed me when I was single, then she completed me. I couldn't do what my purpose. I couldn't do nothing without her. Amen. Amen. Glory to God forevermore. Hallelujah. For the helpmate sent from heaven. Glory to God. Praise God forevermore. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for the helpmates represented in this place. For wives all over the world, listen to us. You are the greatest gift to man outside of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Praise God forevermore. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory, glory. You have a commanding spirit. It doesn't take fear into consideration. It's who you are. You may be moved by fear or have feelings that are contrary. It doesn't matter. It's who you are. 
You're made in the same exact image and likeness. Feelings are irrelevant. You say it, you see it, you have it. That's just how it works, amen? You say it, you have it. You're a commanding spirit. Go with me to Mark 4, if you will. Is anyone getting something from this message? Praise God forevermore. Say, I'm a commanding spirit. I have whatever I say. So I watch what I say. And I say what I want. Not what I have. Because what I say comes to pass. In Jesus' name. You're carrying his name. He's attending to your words. Mark 4, is everyone there? Still trying to find it. 80 different scriptures go through my head to turn to. <laughs> Let's stick with the plan and go here, shall we? <laughs> Praise God for focus. Say, I have a spirit of focus. I have a spirit of focus. I place my words on subjects. And they are commanded to line up and obey me. Hallelujah. Mark 4, 39. I want you to see the commanding spirit Jesus has, who is in us right now, the anointed one and his anointing. You know, that's what Christ means, amen? It wasn't Jesus' last name. <laughs> Christ means the anointed one and his anointing. And you're a Christian, amen? You have the anointed one and his anointing dwelling in you right now. More than anyone in the Old Testament. Woo! We got to get to business, amen? How many more miracles should we be working in the New Testament than in the Old? Oh, Holy Spirit, send your gifts, amen? Come on in and infiltrate this place in Jesus' name. We give you all the praises as God upon the earth. Jesus, walk amongst our midst. We give you free course here. We thank you, Lord, for the spirit of wisdom and revelation given to each one here today. The eyes of our understanding being enlightened that we may know the hope of your calling and what are the exceeding riches of your grace and inheritance in us, in us, your saints, your sent ones. We give you all the praises for your commanding spirit that lives and abides in each one of us today. Open our eyes to see it like never before and to operate in it each day of our life in our full dominion, our full rights, our full privileges, our fullness of faith, hope, and believing in Jesus' name. If you agree with that, say amen. 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 Mark 4.39 says this. We'll start in verse 35 to get the just. On the same day when evening had come, he said to them, his disciples, say, I'm his disciple. I'm his disciple. He's speaking to us. Amen. The word is without time limits. Amen. This did not pass away. That's why I read it every day and it still works for me right now. Amen. I work the word and it still worketh right now. Amen. The word is eternal. It wasn't for yesterday. His word is true yesterday, today, and forever. It'll work just as much 2,000 years ago as it does right now. His word is forever. Amen. Old and New Testament. Amen. No jot or tittle shall pass away, Jesus said. Glory. His word is alive. Say, His word, his word. is God, is God. Speaking, speaking directly to me. Praise Him. On the same day when evening had come, He said to them, His disciples, so this is for us today, let us cross over to the other side. How many of you, show of hands, are going places and online? How many of you are going places? Amen? 
You're going to the other side, amen? Christians are always on the move. The army of Christ is always moving forward, never retreating. We serve the greatest Lord and King and host that you could possibly imagine, amen? We're always advancing forward, amen? Christianity's definition is advancement, amen? We're always advancing. No matter what it looks like in the spiritual world, we're always taking new territories and new ground, amen? Never backing up, never looking back, but always looking to Him who's always ahead of us. Amen. Who endured the cross for the glory on the other side. Looking unto Jesus, our merciful and faithful high priest. Hallelujah. Who endured all the suffering for us. Amen. So we can live this life out as kings on this earth. In his royal army and priesthood. Praise God. Say, I'm a priest. I'm a priest. And I'm a king. And I'm a glory. Now when they had left the multitude, so he took his disciples and extracted them from the multitude. He told his disciples, not the church. He told his disciples. Disciple literally means disciplined ones. Told his disciples. Remember how I said there's always a remnant? His inner circle, his disciples that followed him for him. Not for the stuff. Not for the multiplying of the 5,000, the bread and the loaves. Not to get fed. Not for the stuff. They didn't seek his hand. They sought his face. His disciples, amen? Those who follow Jesus, pull them aside. Let us, not the body of Christ at large. There's a lot of Christians, but there's not a lot of disciples. He's looking for disciples in these last days. Will you follow me? Will you choose me? Will you choose life? Or will you just follow the way of the world and go astray? He's choosing disciples. He's pulling them out of the congregation to himself. And he gives them this promise to his disciples, his followers. Let's go to the other side. They may stay where they are, content and settled and comfortable, but let us go to the other side. And he's making the same promise to us today that he'll never leave us or forsake us, that he's in our ship right now. And he's always going with us, amen? When you hear the call, heed the call. Absorb the call, amen? Follow the call. Amen. He's going with you. He's always with you. If He calls you, He has you. He keeps you. Amen. What a precious thing to be kept in the blood of Christ. Following Him into victory upon victory upon victory. Let us, my disciples, cross over to the other side. We're going forward. We're advancing to the other side, He says. Who am I speaking to today? Amen. Online and in this place. Who here is a disciple of Christ, amen, that will follow him to the end? No matter what the persecution, no matter what the warfare test or trial, you say, I'm faithful to follow Jesus Christ, not the world. Amen. He's looking for those disciples. And those are the ones who are going to do great miracles and great exploits in these last days. Because the Spirit of Christ himself will come upon you to empower you to do that because he's in your boat and he says let's go to the other side say I'm crossing over over. I'll follow you master master. wherever you take me I lean not not on my own understanding understanding. but in all my ways ways, I acknowledge you sir and you direct my path now when they had left the multitude behind (laughs) they took 
him along in the boat as he was. And other little boats also were with him. And a great windstorm arose. So there's a test going to the other side. Even with Jesus in your ship, there's going to be tests. Amen? There's going to be storms. He promised you tribulation in this world. But he said, be of good cheer. I've already overcome them. I've already overcome the wind storms and the rain storms and the storms of life. Amen? You just stay in my ship and I'll keep you covered. Amen? Don't get out. Stay close to me. Amen? I'm the place to be, he says. Amen? <laughs> and a great windstorm arose. This is on the sea. A great windstorm on the sea arose. Must have been from Satan. Amen? So that it was already filling. And the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. Well, Jesus was in that boat. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. Notice Jesus had perfect peace in the midst of the storm, in the same boat as the disciples. And we'll see the disciples slipping out here. <laughs> but the Prince of Peace had perfect peace. And that's the one you're grafted into, amen? He's the vine, you're the branches. Say, I have perfect peace. I have perfect peace. In any storm of life. In any storm of life. I rest in him. Because he's in my ship. <laughs> and he's the commander of everything. He's got you covered, amen? <laughs> but he was in the stern. Jesus, the son of God, the son of man, asleep on a pillow. <laughs> I bet it was a nice pillow, too. <laughs> For the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? They thought they were drowning. They thought they were perishing. Jesus didn't seem to care. It seemed like he knew better. It seemed to me like he knew the word that nothing shall by any means hurt you. No evil shall befall thee, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he keeps you in the shadow and the wings under the wings of the Almighty seemed to me Jesus knew the word, the written word, and he had it in him, and in perfect peace in that stern of the ship, in the middle of a great storm. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, Master, Rabbi, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, natural elements created by the Father through the spoken word. Now he's speaking to them. Yes. Taken over from the enemy. A calm sea erupted with waves and storm and wind. The enemy was at work. Who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And Jesus knew it. So he takes back the command of his father and speaks to the sea. A tangible substance on the earth. And he says to the water, to the sea itself, Peace! Be still! Exclamation point. Jesus was first a preacher, then a teacher. And preachers proclaim things. Amen? Preachers speak loud words to get the attention of others. Jesus is getting the attention of the wind and the waves, of Satan and all his cohorts. Peace, be still. And the sea grew still and obeyed the words of the king who was in the disciples' ship. He tells his disciples, you could have done this. You could have taken my name and my authority and spoken with the same authority because I'm in your boat and it would have obeyed you. We speak to every storm in life. We speak to every wind 
every wave that's been turned up by the devil himself. Not God, who promised us, you're going to the other side. Contrary circumstances are the work of the enemy. You try to come against the plan of God for your life. But you rise up, say, peace be still, I'm going to the other side. And the wind ceased. And there was a great calm. Notice it went from a great storm to a great calm. Just by the words of Jesus. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful, disciples? My hand chosen, my hand picked, my remnant, my elect. Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith yet? You've seen all my works, you've seen these things. How is it that you have no faith? You have the Old Testament, which comes to bring faith. The Word produces faith, new and old. How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly. Their fear <laughs> transferred from the circumstances onto the fear of the living Messiah and God. When they saw that storm subside at His Word. He feared the Lord. Amen? I've tried it and it works. Jan's giving testimony it works your authority works as a man and women on the earth Jesus exercised his manly authority as a man and woman on earth you have the same authority to speak to everything as a child of the living God what he already created and purposed you blossom, you grow, you flourish right now in Jesus name he cursed the fig tree, it withered away overnight. You can bless the fig tree and it'll produce overnight, amen? Bank account line up. Business line up. Satan, get your hand off my stuff. I have authority as a man, a woman, and a child of God on the earth. Give him some praises. Praise God forevermore. Lord, we bless you for it. We bless you for the authority you transferred to mankind that you operated here and on the earth that the Word became flesh, laid aside all its heavenly weight, glory, and power, and became a man to show us the way, to show us the example, amen? The sample son. And we follow you in that authority and use it and pick it up every day of our lives. Storms, bow down to Jesus. Subside in Jesus' name. I'm a commanding spirit. Say it, I'm a commanding spirit who has a soul who lives in a body therefore I command touch your body lay a hand on your body this body of clay and mud to line up with every word that Jesus said body I speak to you in the name of the healer in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth you line up with this word you're healed now. You're whole now. You're flourishing now. Every joint, every ligament, every tendon, every cell, from the top of my head to the soles of my feet is made perfectly whole in Jesus' name. I am His body and He promised me shalom. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Now take your healing. Take your miracle. In Jesus' name.
He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He never changes. He's the healer yesterday. He's the healer today. He's your healer tomorrow. He's the great I Am. The Lily of the Valley. The Rose of Sharon. The Bright Morning Star. King of Kings. Lord of Lords. The Lord of Saboeth. Amen. Jehovah Rapha. Jehovah Jireh. Our provider and healer to the end. I run to Him. He's in my ship. He attends to my body, soul, and spirit every day of my life. He is the great I am. Woohoo! And he's in the house today. And better news, he's not only in this place, but he's in every place sitting here today. Your holy tabernacle, the body of the living Christ. He's in you right now. He'll come forth and break forth as the morning star as he is. And your healing shall spring forth speedily, saith the Lord. Glory! (laughs) A recipient of heaven. A vessel that the kingdom of heaven just passes through on the earth. Commanding authority. Changing circumstances through the spirit that dwells in us. The spirit of his only son. What a life in Christ. What a mission. What a task. Never attacks too big. We don't factor in our own faculties. We factor in his anointing and his faculties because he's in our ship. What he says to do, he performs it. He's in our boat. We don't have to take the cares of the world. We don't have to take the cares of the business he told us to start. We don't have to take the cares of the ministry he created. We're his body. We're one. We're yoked up. The head can't move without us and the body can't move without the head. He hastens his word to perform it. All we have to do is speak it out and proclaim the truth. And he is the way maker. Amen. Light in the darkness. Hallelujah. For Yeshua. Glory. Exclamation point. Mark 4.39. Peace be still. Light be. Operated just like his father. And so should you. Glory. Mark 5, 8. Right there. Glory, glory, glory. Let's get the gist of this story as well. How many of you like learning about the Master? What He did, how He did things. Say, I have a commanding spirit. I take up my authority in my own house and drive the devil out. Drive the devil out. Then they came to the other side of the sea. They made it. (laughs) Say, I made it. And I'm going to keep on making it. Amen. They made it to the other side. (laughs) To the country of the Gadarenes. And when he had come out of the boat, immediately, no rest. Sun's still working today, he says. Amen. Never sleeps or slumbers. It's working when you rest promised to give his beloved sleep peace in the night while he's on the watch while he's on the watchtower guarding your life in his hand peace be still gives his beloved perfect rest immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit say an unclean spirit spirit. who had his dwelling among the tombs well yeah there's something a little off about him Living in the graveyard. <laughs> That's right. That's right. If you see someone living in the graveyard, <laughs> they 
want to you may want to make friends with someone else. <laughs> I won't even go there. All right, Lord. The Holy Spirit started dealing with me with dead churches even. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Dwelling in dead churches, making friends with those in dead churches who aren't moving a lick, who are stuck in religion and judgment and condemnation. There's nothing worse than an unbelieving believer. <laughs> Get out away from them, amen? Surround yourself with this company who come to church on Saturday. The true Sabbath. Look it up. <laughs> amen. Hang out with those who believe, who don't unbelieve. And talk you out of believing. Right. Don't hang out with those who are hanging around the tombs. Amongst the dead. Hang out with the living who are thriving. Amen. Praise God forevermore. Say, I have a friend sitting right next to me. And when he had come out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs. A man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs. And no one could bind him. Mm. You know what Ephesians says is we wrestle not with flesh and blood. You're not binding the man, the flesh. You're dealing with the spirit. Notice that's why he told us here he had an unclean spirit. He's trying to get us as disciples to focus on the real issue. Bind the spirit. Bind the unclean spirit. Then you can spoil the strong man's house. Amen? Deal with the spirit, not the flesh. Your wrestle will never be with flesh and blood. That's why you got to be a prayer warrior. That's why you got to pray in tongues and in the spirit every day of your life. So you know truth from error, right and wrong. Who's clean, who's unclean? The unclean ones, you make clean, you cast them out. Amen? <laughs> Don't buddy up with them yet. Make sure that spirit's left them first. Amen? Then give them the word. Then give them something to eat. Then nourish them. Amen? So they won't rend and attack you and turn on you first. Deal with the spirit, he says. Bind the strong man. There is no one there that could bind him in the flesh, trying to chain him down. Nobody there knew their spiritual authority as a man and woman on the earth. No one. That's why the, the gospels say the people marveled at Jesus' teaching because he taught them on how to hold authority. He taught that everywhere he went. How to operate in your priesthood, your authority as a man and woman on the earth. No one there could bind him. That's why they went there. To teach them their authority. Taught authority everywhere he went. Because he had often, not even with chains, because he, verse 4, because he had often been bound with shackles and chains, often. Tied up again and again and he just, Broke through them. Kind of like Mike Tyson, knocking out everyone in his path. Amen? Amen? Just broke through the chains and shackles. And the chains had been pulled apart by him, and the shackles broken in pieces. By who? By the unclean spirit. Not the man. This man did not have the strength to do this. The unclean spirit had the strength to do this. Neither could anyone tame him. Why? Because he had a devil in him. And always, always, night and day. What a disturbance he caused to the community. Night and day. Always. Didn't even sleep. 
That's called supernatural strength from the ugly one. Yes. <laughs> Notice how Jesus dealed with him. And the chains had been pulled apart by him, the shackles broken in pieces, always night and day. He was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying out and cutting himself with stones. The devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy what God created. Your entire being was made from God. As we saw, who lights every man who cometh into the world. If you're destroying your own flesh, you have a devil problem, amen? And he's got to be cast out of your house, amen? Clear house. Claim tithers' rights. Rebuke the devil and he'll run from you in terror. You're not to destroy the vessel God gave you. Paul says it's our reasonable service to keep it, to keep it whole and nourished, amen? Our reasonable living sacrifice. Cast the devil out, amen? You ought not to be cutting yourself, amen? People addicted to drugs have a devil, amen? Need to be cast out of them, amen? Cast the devil out of them. We're not, we're not doing church as usual no more, amen? We're spirit men and women made and sent from heaven on assignment, praise God. Cast out devils. There's not enough casting out of devils, amen? People in churches who are dying and afflicted, cast the devil out those people, amen? Get down to business. Take up your authority. You see a brother and sister in need, cast the devil out of them, amen? Glory. <laughs> now, a Christian can't be possessed, but he can be tormented. Amen? So deal with the torment on your brothers and sisters. Bind it. Rebuke it. Get it off their life. Because you're one body now. Praise God. When he saw Jesus from afar, the man living in the cemetery, who was cutting himself with stones and yelling 24 hours a day. What a disturbance. When he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and worshipped him. The devil ran and worshipped him. The devils know. The Bible says they believe and tremble. They're ahead of some Christians, actually. <laughs> and he cried out with a loud voice and said, again with a loud voice, and said, What have I to do with you, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I implore you by God that you do not torment me. You know, when you know your authority, the devils will be saying the same thing about you. I implore you. Don't torment me before the time. What are you doing here? Get away from me. You'll have interactions with the devil. You'll hear the devil speak to you as well. When you know your authority and walk in it. Amen. And the more you come into your authority, the greater you live on this earth just like Jesus did. Amen. And the devil's fear and tremble at the sound of your voice now. Because they relate it to his. You're in his name. Whew. For he said to him, oh boy, go back up. I implore you by God, the devil speaking to Jesus, that you do not torment me. For he said to him, Jesus, verse 8, come out of the man, unclean spirit! Exclamation point. Light be, light was. Say, I have a commanding spirit. Then he asked him, What is your name? Aha. Uh -huh. 
Let's get this. This is how we deal with devils. Jesus cast out the spirit. Then he asked the man, oh, sorry. Then he asked him, what is your name? He said, come out of the man, unclean spirit. Then he asked him, searching for more to deal with. What is your name? Speaking to the spirit. And he answered, the spirit, the unclean spirit, answered saying, my name is Legion. (laughs) Or, my name is Legion. (laughs) They're either high or low. They're either ugly or airy. Just cast them out. (laughs) And he answered saying, my name is Legion, for we are many. Oh, Jesus gets some revelation, some knowledge here to work with. For we are many, not just dealing with one. There's multiple spirits, a legion in this man, which I forget the numbers, like a thousand? Completely possessed? It's, a, it's over a hundred, right? Correct? I believe it's over a hundred spirits in this man. A legion. We'll get back to you on that. Many of you know that already, so just send in your scholarly advice. Also, he begged him earnestly that he would not send them out of the country. He liked causing a ruckus in this town. Please don't send me out of here. This is my dwelling. I do this among the graveyard. This is my, you know, this is where I work. Don't send me out of here. I made my abode here. Please. <laughs> now a large herd of swine was feeding near the mountains. So all the demons, oh, we went from one unclean spirit to now knowing all the demons in this man begged him saying, send us to the swine that we may enter them. Notice they can possess animals as well. So if you have pets, make sure they're demon cleansed, amen, and spirit filled. (laughs) The more you fill yourself with the spirit in others, there ain't no chance any devil can abide, amen. It's a continual drinking in of the word of God and the spirit of Christ. Oh, and how sweet it is. (laughs) So all the demons begged him, this legion, which I believe is a thousand, saying, send us into the swine that we may enter them. And at once Jesus gave them permission Then the unclean spirits went out and entered the swine. There were about 2,000. Wow, there it is. About 2,000. And the herd ran violently down the steep place into the sea and drowned in the sea. So those who fed the swine fled, (laughs) and they told it in the city and in the country. And they went out to see what it was that had happened. Then they, oh, I feel the Holy Spirit coming in on this. He's going to get ready to minister to us at the end of this service. Touch anybody who needs a touch. Cleanse anybody who needs cleansing today. Who's had chronic illness, chronic torment in the night seasons and during the day. He's going to cleanse you and deliver you today. Amen. And there's no time in the spirit, those of you watching online, he'll do the same thing to those of you who reach out for his touch. Amen, amen. (coughs) Glory. So those fed him, and they went out to see what had happened. Then they came to Jesus and saw the one who had been demon-possessed and had the legion sitting and clothed in his right mind. Oh, it's good to have your mind back. Those of you who have lost your mind, demon, deal with the devil. Amen. So a legion is three to 6,000, Clarissa found out. Woo! All right, Lindsay Young, thank you. Our scholar is here. Three to six thousand devils this man had in him. Complete possession. Which is why I said, if you see a person hanging around the cemetery, living at the cemetery, stay clear from them unless God sent you there to cast out the devil from them. Amen? 
Jesus was sent here to the other side with his disciples to cast the devils out of this man to make him whole again. Amen? Healing everywhere he went. Glory to God. Say, well, Lord, where do you want to send me? <laughs> we'll get there. Amen? You'll get there in your place of authority. No devil shall tell torment you. Amen? They're scared of you. The more you grow in your authority as the believer, which the book of Ephesians is the quintessential book to do that in, and the works of Jesus through the Gospels, devils will start trembling more and more in your presence and fleeing from you. Amen? And the Bible promises you that all men shall fear thee. That's part of your inheritance and blessing. Glory. Say, I cast out devils. I cast out devils. I lay hands on the sick. I lay hands on the sick. And they do recover. See, I cast out devils. I lay hands on the sick. And they do recover. Glory. Hallelujah. Then they came to Jesus and saw the one who had been demon possessed for wrapping up. And had the legion sitting and clothed in his right mind. Oh, to have a sound mind again. Say, I have the mind of Christ. I have a sound mind. I'm a demon killer. <laughs> and they were afraid. And they were afraid. The people's fear turned from demonic to godly reference. Out of one miracle. That's what it'll do for you and me. One miracle. We'll turn the people in the world to the fear of God again. Not the fear of the devil. Just one. In his right mind and they were afraid. And those who saw it told them how it happened to him who had been, past tense, demon-possessed and about the swine. Then they began to plead with him to depart from their region. But all things are quiet again. Sounds like they, some of them were demon-possessed too. <laughs> and when he got into the boat, he who had been demon-possessed begged Jesus that he might be with him. Deliverer, Savior, you healed me. Please can I come with you? and follow you all the days of my life through one miracle. <laughs> However, Jesus did not permit him, but said to him, these are his orders now, his assignment on this earth, go home to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you. <laughs> Notice casting out devils is a great thing in the sight of God Almighty. Tell them what great things the Lord has done for you and how he has had compassion on you. Jesus is saying, God worked through me. He has had compassion on you today. Go home and tell everyone about it. This is now your ministry field. This is where you're called to live. This is where I'm planting you. You may become a church. Amen. Through one deliverance. And he departed and began to proclaim. A preacher of darkness became a preacher of righteousness in one hour. And he began to proclaim. Same loud voice, but now God's using it and not the devil. Set the captive free. <laughs> he proclaimed in Decapolis all that Jesus had done for him and all marveled put him right into the work of the ministry as his son adopted into the family cleansed from every darkness every demon 
three to six thousand cast out. Amen. Let's all stand, shall we? Did anyone get anything from this message? Are you feeling empowered? Saint of God, sent one of God, amen. I want to pray up here for anybody who's been tormented in the night season. Anyone who's had trouble sleeping. Anyone online who's had trouble sleeping or in the night season, you receive it right now as well. Anybody who's had a cloudy, confused mind and you say, Lord, what's been going on with my mind? I want to pray for you today as well. Amen. That the Lord will restore sound mind to you. The mind of Christ, a mind that's fixed on Him in perfect peace. Amen. I'm here to tell you today, if that's you, you've had a demon problem. Amen. And we're going to deal with it today. Praise God. So don't let the day go by. Amen. If you've had problems sleeping, Proverbs says He gives His beloved sleep and sound rest. If that's you, we're going to deal with the devil who's kept that promise from coming to pass. Amen. The devil's caused your hindrance. Amen. Not God. God's not in it. God's in the blessing business. Amen. As we see here today. He never changes. So that's you. Just come up from prayer. Just raise your hand, actually. If you've had problems sleeping, come on up. If you're bold enough to come up, come on up here. In Jesus' name. Problem sleeping. Clarissa, can you come and just get behind someone right here? In the name of Jesus and the power and authority of Him, we take command over that unclean spirit in the name of Jesus that's been causing sleep deprivation and confusion of the mind in Jesus' name. We bind you and kick you out of their house in the name of Jesus right now. Be whole. Be made clean. We claim a sound mind. Devil, we break your power over this household and family in Jesus' name today. Devil, get clean mind, free minds, Fresh rivers of love and anointing flourishing through the mind of Christ in this body. In Jesus' precious name. Lord, we call to pass today that these rise up in their authority, that they'll be proclaimers of truth like never before in their houses, in their dwellings, in their businesses, and in all the work of their hands wherever they go throughout the region you've placed them in. The mind of Christ. Devil, your power is broken. If you try to come back, they will rise up in their authority with the sword of the Spirit, the word of the living God, and tell you to bow down to Jesus, which name they are seeped in. In Jesus' name. And we bless you for it. Just give them praises. Thank you, Lord, for your deliverance. That you're delivering every captive. That you set free all those who were bound in chains and in prison. We thank you, Lord, that you're the delivering, reigning king over each one of our lives. And of those of you online, just receive it now in Jesus' name. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's with you today, tomorrow, and forever. If he healed you yesterday, he'll heal you again today. If he's healed you today, he'll keep on healing you till you go on with him in glory. He's the healer, the deliverer, and the restorer of the breach. We bind any breach up right now that's infiltrated their household and has let the devil in. Holy Spirit, illuminate it to them that they may close those open doors in Jesus' name and never open them to the tormentor again. In Jesus' name, exposure, exposure of demonic influence. Expose it today in the lives of all those listening. In Jesus' name. Amen. Woo! Give them a hand clap. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us. We love you all.
Praise God. We'll see you next Saturday. Yeah. Also on Facebook, you can share this message with somebody who needs to hear it. Amen? That's right. That's so you may have a friend who you had a hard time being around. Just send them a message. That's right. Amen. Amen. And bring them next Saturday. Amen? We love you. Praise God. Oh,